When the sun goes down, it's time for a night wave. I'm John Nate, and you're on the Night Wave Show. Here's a big deal. This week, precisely May 21, the Nightwave show celebrates its two-year anniversary. Sounds like a good reason to mark the occasion, huh? Too many things have taken place over this time, both personally and on a world scale, so I want this episode to be sort of flashback or documentary of one moment, if you will. One other thing is that this week there's another big holiday. On May 22, we have World Goth Day. This is a day when the goth scene gets to celebrate its own being, and an opportunity to make its presence known to the rest of the world. So as far as the music selection for this episode goes, it's not a secret we should be expecting some darker, low-key and melancholic tones. I'm gonna revisit some stone-cold classics from gothic rock, verging on post-punk, cold and minimal wave, and spin something from Susie and the Banshees, Joy Division, The Cure, Bauhaus, and also one Ukrainian act which you're already familiar with. This time around, though, I'm not gonna go deep dive into fun facts and details about songs or bands and artists. Instead, I'm gonna be focusing on some fun and not very fun moments that I have experienced over the two years of the show's existence. There's of course been ups and downs, rises and falls, quite literally. So stay especially tuned if you wanna hear it. Thank you for sharing these two incredible years with me, that means so very much to me as a host of this show. There is more to come. And in the meantime, the first tune that is bound to take you places. This is Cold Comfort doing To The Vacant Shores. This is Night Wave. I will rise. 
A couple of weeks ago, Cult Comfort finally uploaded their back catalog to Spotify. And I couldn't be more excited to play one of my favorite songs of theirs from 2015, To The Vacant Shores, and include it in the Ukrainian Nightwave playlist on Spotify. Today, the selection contains 52 tracks featuring my personal picks from the local wave, synth, electro and post-punk music. All of these songs have been opening the Nightwave show since the full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine happening at this very moment, so it carries an even more particular meaning, except for just being a wonderful opportunity to explore both old and new names from the Ukrainian alternative music scene. Search for Ukrainian Nightwave on Spotify and enjoy! Now, this is a festive episode tonight, because on the one hand, Nightwave is celebrating its two-year anniversary this coming Saturday, and on the other, there's World Goth Day on Sunday. So I'm going back in time, remembering a story that happened to me on day one when the show was going on air, and also playing a handful of tunes that paved the way for the gothic rock genre. And we're gonna plunge into all of that shortly after New Dawn Fades from Joy Division, of course. This is Ned Wave with John Nade. Direction of 
If there is a more spacey, echoey and ambient song revealing gothic overtones, it will never stand close to New Dawn Fades from a former Mancunian post-punk quartet Joy Division. And although gothic rock is usually deemed as a separate movement from post-punk, which Joy Division is primarily associated with, those were the first post-punk bands including Joy Division that shifted toward this darker music with gothic elements. And you'll have a chance to hear the other three down the road. Now, I said I wouldn't be diving too much into any band or genre details tonight, and rather focus on my stories related to Nightwave occurring over the course of the past two years, because this week the show turns two years old, and it's a great idea to make a memory out of it. So here's the first one. Fast backwards, two years ago, 2021, May 21, which is when episode 1 aired, I was supposed to meet with my friend and the guy who produces the show, Alex. The story goes we were going to grab a couple of beers and celebrate the launch of the show by listening to the very first episode together. Well, life is life, and it never worked out that way. A couple hours before, I was on a bike ride in the park with my wife. It was a marvelous day in May, we were about to wrap up and go home, when suddenly I decided to take a couple of photos of me and my wife on the run. You might be guessing what was coming up next, but let me keep an intrigue for one more song and get back to you right after. Let's go get lost in the trees, shall we? Here's The Cure, inviting you for a walk in a forest.
remember listening to this song live, standing in the crowd, and feeling rather special when I saw The Cure play Rock Warrector in 2019. It was a moment worth being captured in time. The twilight was about to fall, and the stage lights were turning green, making you feel as if you were lost in a forest together with the band. Absolute magic, except it was for real. But anyway, back to that bike ride I had on a day when episode 1 was airing. It started out all good. I was able to take a bunch of great pics of me and my wife, riding our bikes and smiling, and even shot a small video, when one time I came too close to her, and then, in a tiny little moment, we were lying on the ground, bruised and bewildered at what had just happened. Get me right, I fell over the handlebar, this way causing my wife to fall off her bike too. I hate myself for that, really. But if you think that would be the end of it, here's the cherry on top. Sitting on the ground, wrapped with my hands around me, I realized I broke my collarbone. The funny thing is, I never ever fractured any bone in my life. And here I am. Well, was. Ultimately, I was rushed into the hospital, admitted, and underwent surgery early in the next morning, so I had all the beautiful things in place. The metal plate, the screws, the rods, inserted inside of my body to hold the bone together. I actually still have it inside of me today. I should definitely have it removed one day, because it still makes me feel a little uneasy. But the lessons learned. Never, ever take a picture behind the handlebar of your bike on the run. Fast forward to the present and I gotta play something gothy from another pioneering band, Susie and the Banshees. Here's Metal Postcard, aka Meta Geisen.
This is Nightwave and all that jazz. of this one, Robert Smith from The Cure said, I loved all of their early singles, especially Metal Postcard. The signature track is taken from Susie and the Banshee's groundbreaking debut The Scream, layering foundations for post-punk and gothic rock for the next couple of years. Of course, the definition of gothic rock is not limited by the four bands represented in this episode, as there were The Chameleons and Low Life, to name a few. Not to mention a string of modern bands reviving gothic rock in its classic form today. But that would be another story to tell and to listen to. Once again, you have my eternal gratitude for being with the Nightwave show during all this time. I appreciate your getting in touch, leaving your comments and all the other interactions on socials, as much as offline. Please keep it up. These things make me happy and the show gets more exposure. On the other side of the mic, I'll do my best to keep your musical hunger satisfied. This last one is often considered the first ever gothic rock record and a harbinger of the genre. Have yourself a happy world goth day ahead and celebrate the two years of Nightwave by exploring the show's archive on Mixcloud. As usual, follow the show on Instagram and Facebook and support me on Patreon. Here's Bella Lugosi's Dead by none other than Bauhaus. My name's John Nate, and we'll keep on writing next time.
red and white translucent black capes back on the rack. The goose is dead, the bats have left the bell tower The victims have been bled, that velvet lines The black box, the little goose is dead The little goose is dead
Nightwave. 